Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is May 2nd, 2019. It is a Thursday. We are on Dream Team Thursday, and tomorrow, I know it sounds so silly to say tomorrow's Friday because, duh, but I love Fridays because we just kind of get these two days to free float in life, and I love that. But today, we've got a lot of dreams, so I'm going to get started so I make sure I go through them and um, I don't leave anybody out today. My first dream is from Chris Kipwood, and he said, good morning, Nadia. Maybe you got some time on Thursday. Oh, no, that was not Chris Kipwood. Where did I put? Oh, there he is. Um, hi, Nadia. Hug. I had a dream that I was sitting in the waiting area in a hospital, and I heard a loud voice say, Christ. And I was jokingly, is he here already? And I looked to my left, and Christ was sitting beside me, really laughing hard at what I said. He was bending back and forward with laughter. Every time I think of it, I smile and feel good. What do you think? Thanks. All I can say is, dream or not, that thought, just having a thought like that lightened everything up. And the reason I say that is that when we think of God or Christ, we think we have to be things like perfect, um, on your best behavior. But to get to laughing really hard with anybody is freeing enough. But to feel that with Christ where all the baggage comes in about how we have to be perfect and how we have to know things a certain way and all this business um, you just feel a total sense of freedom. So that's actually a great dream, a fun dream to have, and it's very freeing to continue to remember that dream and how good it felt to know that, you know, even with Christ, you can enjoy yourself and you can enjoy your life. But let's take that and build a bridge into your life. So that's saying that the biggest thing you could think of in your life that you want to do or that you're going to do, just think about this, is also something to take a lot lighter than you've been taking it. Sometimes when we have a daunting thing before us, like we have to do something and it's so serious and we are like, finding reasons not to do it and, and we're trying to put too much pressure on it. Just lighten up. Let yourself do it in a lighter way because you have to do it anyway. Like I always say, if you got to live anyway, why not enjoy your life? Really think about that. You got to live anyway. So enjoy it. Enjoy the life you have. Don't put off being happy until you have time because you can't schedule happy. 
happy is who you are or who you're not. So really think about that. You cannot schedule happy. Be happy now. So now I have a a next dream. Good morning, Nadia. If you have time, I would like to remain anonymous for two tiny dreams. It was night and I was driving. Even I saw this amazing Black Panther walking in the city street. We could see this beautiful shine on its coat, just gorgeous. I pass it and wonder if I should call someone, but I don't want to get I don't want it to get hurt. I look in the rearview mirror and a woman is at the far end of the block on the floor looking for her badge. She notices the black panther about a foot away slowly walking towards her. She cringes preparing for an attack. I couldn't help because the panther was so close to her. The panther continues to walk past her like he never saw her. I get relieved. I don't remember the rest of the dream. Thank you and love you, Nadi. All right, so now we have a dream. Think about this, guys, how funny this is and how synchronized this is. We have a dream about somebody seeing Christ and having a laugh fest with Christ in a hospital where it's already serious. Christ, The thoughts of Christ are already serious, and yet there's so much laughter. And then we have a dream about somebody thinking that they may know what a panther could do or a black panther could do. And they don't want the Black Panther to get hurt, but then they realize that they probably put someone else in danger. But then they find out that that person's not in danger. And the dream ends. Again, nothing is as it seems. We can never predict what an outcome could be. We just can't. And the thing that really kills me is how hard we try. We try so hard to predict outcomes. I want to know what's going to happen, and you're upset. And then if it doesn't happen, you're more upset. Pressure, pressure, stress, stress on top of everything. So what would I take out of that dream? I would take, wow, brain, nothing is as it seems, is it? I can't protect the world, save the world, change the world. I can only do what I can do. In your dream, you were left with no choice but to see what could happen and hopefully not the worst of it. But that's true for life. We cannot run life for other people. We cannot change the world by ourselves. It's not in our hands. We can share what we know with each other. And that will change our world. I keep saying our world because I remember there was a period of time where everybody wanted to be the one to change the world. I'm going to change the world. I'm like, why do you want to change the world? It'll change. Trust me, it's going to change. But change your world. That will change the world because you will see the actual world you're living in differently. 
So imagine how cool that is. Just taking pressure off. Taking pressure off. The first one, you're laughing in a hospital with Christ. The second one, you realize that the whole world is not your responsibility. Think about that one. I remember somebody had a um, a device that purified water. It was an excellent device. People wanted to buy it. He wanted to change the world. Every time someone came to buy that device, he got scared that he would get used or they would take advantage of him. He wanted to be part of it to make sure that didn't happen. They're saying, well, why don't you just sell it to us? And he never sold it. He still has it. Nobody in the world has it. It created a pure energy in water. We all had our blood tested with it. He didn't want to change the world. He was too scared to change the world. Because we don't change the world with one product or one thought. Our world changed through kindness and understanding. All the stuff is going to come and go. It might change our lives. But short of cell phones in my lifetime, I can't think of any one thing that changed our world. And it actually changed the way we communicate. Otherwise, we couldn't do today. So when we talk about things like, you know, this dream, which is so profound in the sense that it's, it's designed to take pressure off of you, that you can't control everything. And the beautiful part about it is you don't have to. If you do your best every day, and I really mean every day, like you wake up and you say, this is what I've got for today. This is what I want to do for today. And when you go to sleep at night, you say, this is what I did today. I feel good about what I did today. Even if things didn't work out, even if things were awful, they may not be awful. You may find out the next day that whatever happened today led you to something else. That's why when they say be grateful, I always get confused because we walk around saying, I'm grateful for my house, I'm grateful for my car, I'm grateful for everything I have, as though we're scared to lose it. But honestly, those hard times are the ones to be grateful for. I would be grateful that, you know, I remember at the time, (laughs) I wasn't happy about it, but I was grateful when my bank account would be overdrawn. And that used to happen a lot. Because I was doing a lot. I was I was able to take care of my family and that through work. But the book stuff cost me a lot of money. But I would say things like, well, would I rather not have the book out? No. Is being overdrawn on my business account okay? Yes. It means I'm doing business. Might not look pretty today, but it means that I am reaching people. And that thought alone made me happy. So I was grateful. If I weren't, I could not have continued 
because what was I going to hold on to at that point? I was getting my butt kicked. But I knew inside that I did not mentally have a choice. And when we know that what we're doing isn't designed to get anything back from it, you can do it. So that dream for you was to take pressure off. So let's go on to the second dream. Good morning, Nadia. Maybe you got some time on Thursday to squeeze this one in. I dreamt I was hiking and on my way was blocked by watchdogs several times. They came running at me every time and I backed up and looked for other ways to get to my destination. I was never scared of the dog. I respected the responsibility to protect a house or farm. I just knew if I got too close, they would bite me. And I didn't want to get bit. But I did feel defeated and tired of trying to find a way. Okay, let me make sure because it was, I think. Okay, so those were the two dreams because there was another dream. Okay, so again, you're hiking two dogs. The first one was a black panther on someone else. And feeling defeated, all it's saying to you is that tight corners, pressure, animals. It's funny that in both you have animals instead of people that you can't control. That's, that's saying something to you. Because animals are instinctive. People think, and then they sometimes shut down their instinct. How many times have we done that? We knew the answer, but we didn't care. We wanted what we wanted. We kept going. And at the end of it all, we're like, shoot, I knew that in the beginning. But with animals, that's not true. Animals are pure instinct. And both times you were underneath that instinct. With the panther, you were underneath the instinct. How? You couldn't control what the panther would do, even though the panther itself just walked by the woman. If he attacked the woman, you still could not have controlled it in your dream, right? And then you have another dream where two dogs corner you, just like the panther cornered the lady, only this time it was you. And you're, you're trying to be balanced in your dream. You respect the fact that the dog is a protector, but you knew you didn't want to get bit. And you felt defeated. So let's build a bridge from that to your life. And I know you know where I'm going with this, if you can hear me right now. Where do you feel cornered and where do you feel defeated? Because the first one is about not being able to control a situation. And the second one is feeling like the outside one, you lost. And you felt defeated and tired of trying to find a way. Think about that. Both dreams put pressure on you. Think about it. You're starting to respond to having pressure in your life and you're not happy about it anymore. 
you're trying to find another way to do what you're doing without all the stress and pressure attached to it. And the, the truth is, what do you want back from it? Because you, you let go of control with the panther because you knew there was nothing you can do. But you also made a choice not to call on it because you didn't want the panther to get killed for them to put it down. And at the same time, you didn't want to hurt the woman, but you made the decision not to call before you knew about the woman. So you can't foresee the future. And a lot of times when we do things or we start things, we start with what we want back from it, and we start plotting our spot on the way there. How are we going to get there? What step do we take now and then next and then next, and then we get to where we want to go? But sometimes we want to start something, and then we go from starting it to wanting what we want back from it, and we want to skip the steps in between. We think that if we just started, that it should happen. And it will, but sometimes it takes time. And just like you respected the dog for the responsibility to protect the house or the farm, You need to respect yourself for the responsibility of taking the steps and knowing what you should do. The panther knew what to do. The dogs knew what to do. And you you couldn't succumb. You had to, you had to see that you knew what they were going to do. Or at least kind of knew what they were going to do because they're instinctive. It's also a sign to pay attention to our instincts, to pay attention to your instincts. But leave the outcome. You know what the outcome is. It's a logical thing. You write a book, you want people to read it. Sometimes I talk to people who wrote a book, they want to make money. And I tell them, and it's not bad to make money, but I do tell them, you will not make money writing a book. And they look at me like, are you crazy? I'm like, nope, you're not going to make money writing a book. It's going to cost you money to write a book. And it will. And then all of a sudden, they don't want to write a book anymore. But that's good that I said that because that told them that that's not really what they wanted to do for the right reason. Because they would have gotten really disappointed once they were done. And it's not easy to just, you don't just sit down and a book appears. You actually have to write it. And then you have to find people to put it together. And it takes a long time. And I spent over a million dollars in the 17 years for the book. If you could imagine, between time and paying people and paying people back, and borrowing for this and borrowing for that and getting back over 17 years easily. And someone told me that going in, and that's why I tell people going in. So there was that preparation. It wasn't like I waited until I was trapped by dogs or a panther was already walking in the street. So prepare yourself without pressure and stress that things are going to come up in your way. They're going to be obstacles, and you're going to get through them. You got through both dreams with things you didn't expect. 
trust your instincts. These two dreams and Christopher's dream, let go of stress. The stress is what's killing us. So I hope that helps. I have another dream, and it says, here's another dream. Last night, I dreamt of being in a business meeting. I was new on the job, so I mainly observed the following scenes. An old engineer and his younger wife were donors to the charity I worked for. They had a boy of five years of age together and had planned his whole life out. They controlled everything he would be and do. I was listening and had a hard time to keep quiet, but I knew I was there to learn. What struck, what struck, me, struck me most, though, was the old engineer. He was rich beyond measure. He was filled with fear and doubted everyone and made everyone do what he wanted. I felt so restricted in his presence, and I was puzzled why such a control freak would have so much money. I did not understand. It was so strange. I really disliked his character. I also didn't like the people who were obedient to him just to get his money. I withdrew from this concept and started building my own business. Thank you, Nadia. Much love your way. That even in your dream, here we go, all three dreams, lightening up. Asking questions. Why am I here? What do I want from this? We all get a job because we need a job. Otherwise, we'd all be doing whatever it is we think we want to do. And here you are at a meeting knowing you need that. And what this is really telling you is that you really care about your environment. You really care about your environment. There you see this situation that will only go into greater toxicity if you were there, only because of the way you look at it. The other people knew why they were there. They wanted money for whatever reason, whether it was getting paid or they were just nice to him because he had it and they respected it and they had that school of thought going on, which is fine. So they would fit right into that environment and you realize you won't you don't so it's telling you one that maybe 10 years prior think about this one you would have accepted that you would have said well I really don't have any other choices and I need a job and I got to pay my bills and I've been there before, and a lot of us have been there before. But at the same time, the good part about it was how restricted you felt at that presence. Talk about knowing who you are so deep inside that even in a dream, you were wondering why. This person was, in in a really weird way, rewarded by having a lot of money and being such a control freak. And that's something I want to address. Because money, as, as weird as it sounds, comes and goes in all of our lives. But 
not everybody, even though it seems like it because a majority of the people have issues with money because things are more expensive than what we make, which is just ridiculous, but that's life. However, when we talk about money, not everybody's issue is money. And what I found out is that that echelon of people who have like an extraordinary amount of money, they have other issues. Everybody here has an issue. Money is not the only issue people have. So I want to say that if your issue is money, at least you know what your issue is. Because I found out people with a lot of money, nobody challenges. No one says, hey, you know what? You might want to rethink that because we're so, like, weirded out by them that they have so much money that we don't know how to be honest with them. I am because they're my, they were my clients. That's why they came to me. And a lot of them were scared because of their own money. Just like people were scared of them, they were scared of themselves. Not because the the money per se, but they get scared of the loss of the money. You would never figure that because you'd be like, geez, if I just had a thumbnail of what they had, I'd be fine. But it really was scary for them. And 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 then there's others who, who look at it as monopoly because they're not scared of money. They have a very healthy look at it. They're not controlling about it. And they're always looking for investments. You know, what can I invest in to make our world a better place? They invest in medical products and anti-aging products and, and cancer research. Or they're investing in people who have ideas and no mistake their money grows because they look at it that way so it doesn't go back to the money it goes back to how they look at it it's not about being rich beyond measure because to me being rich beyond measure might be very different than it is to you But really think about that. He was filled with fear, doubted everyone, made everyone do what he wanted. That's all insecurity. And no matter what the stakes were for you to get this new job and get in there and realize how much control was inevitable that's going to come your way if you're watching it at their own kid and at the other workers and people are feeding up to him for his money, no one's honest, and you decide, I'm out of here. This isn't for me. But knowing yourself. Ninety percent of what happens to us in our life is what we brought into it consciously. Because sometimes, you know, unconsciously, the family you're born into and all that stuff. But consciously, we take a job because we need 
the money, no matter what the job does or says or asks us to do. And then we complain about the job because we're like, I've got to pay the bills. I've got to make ends meet. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. But if I didn't, I wouldn't be working here. And my question is, you shouldn't be working there if that's how you're talking about where you're working because that's where you go every day. And you made this decision that your happiness was bigger than that. There's so many times I've gone to places, churches, different companies, and I would walk in and go, I could never do this every day. I could never do it every day. I would be miserable if I had to do this every day. Imagine how lucky we are when we can say that. I remember old me prior to seeing Christ saying, I'll take what I can get. And you know what? I, I took whatever I got. That's what happened. After that, I would say, oh, my gosh, this is what I want. Let me go out and find it. Completely different mental state. Because now you know what you want, so you know what you're looking for, and you will find it. Everything we want already exists. We just have to find it. And we do. We look. You guys, my time is out. Thank you for your dreams. Great dreams. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow on Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.